Well, it's that time of the year we start thinking about plant potatoes, and I love potato time. Welcome to the Road by Road Gardening Show, the best dead gum gardening show on the internet, where we talk about gardening, a little bit of cooking, and growing your own food. Now sit back and enjoy. Hey, I'm Greg. I'm Sheila. Thank you for joining us. We are the Road by Road Garden Show. We come on every Thursday night on YouTube and Facebook, and we're all about gardening, all about growing your own food here in South Georgia, but also everywhere. We're located in Zone 8, and we have a garden supply e-commerce store where we sell garden tools, garden supplies, and garden seed. And it is our goal to help you be successful at growing your own food. And folks, here we are, middle of February. I'm excuse me, middle of January. See, I'm already confused. You already plant already potatoes. confused. Tater time. I'm excited about planting potatoes. I get this way every year when we start thinking about I'm getting all geared up for the springtime. My onions are looking good, and I want to thank taters. And I've already got my tater spot started working it up. Mm. I'm I, getting ready. I've got my container, my root pouch ready. Yep. Next thing you know is tater plant time here in Georgia. And that's what we're talking today. We're talking about all things Irish potatoes. Stick around to the end of the show. We're going to give you some good tidbits of information for growing potatoes in containers is something that you do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do it spring and fall. Mm -hmm. A little tidbit right here, you see that right there? Mm -hmm. See this right here, I'm gonna put it where everybody can see it. This is a keychain, a new keychain. <coughs> there we go, a new keychain that we got for this year. I'm not gonna tell you what month, but one month this year, these will be in every order. So you can get your get dirty keychain. I've been wearing mine for a while, I got on my keychain. So, and it's kind of a soft deal, so it don't rub your rock, rub your roll down there in your pockets, you, you know what I mean? No, I don't yeah. know. What so, anyhow, it's kind of <laughs> flexible. But get dirty keychain there. One month this year will be boom in every order. Ba boom. Ba boom. All right, so what is going on in your garden, Mama Hoss? Not a whole lot. I'm picking the last of my broccoli cauliflower. Mm -hmm. Yep. My onions are going strong. Carrots, I'm slowly pulling those, eating those. We had some for, or I did for dinner at the night. Roasted carrots and beets. Yeah. We had somebody on the show putting the comments, put it on the show about yeah. roasting beets with mm -hmm. your carrots, and it was, it was good. We did. Yep. Um, I'm getting everything ready. My onions is doing good, so I've been working there a little bit. This is the slow time of the year for my garden. It's where I start really doing some intense planting. Okay, I've got this plot here I'm going to plant potatoes on. i got this plot that I'm going to plant early corn on. And i got these other plots that I'm going to use later on. So I'm trying to plan out when Where's to work. tomatoes going? I don't know yet. That's one of my later planting things that I've <laughs> I'm getting potatoes down first. My potatoes and corn, I'm narrowing that spot down first. I thought potatoes was going where tomatoes. No, potatoes, Irish potatoes and tomatoes are in the same family. Oh. Not shade family, so you don't want to uh, plant them in the same spot. Oh. So I got to work that rotation. Now I got to get back out there and look and see what I planted, which where, and get my crop rotation plot. But you had corn between the tomatoes. You still wouldn't do it? You could if you're in a tight. I did a video on that here a while back. So if you're in a real tight rotation, you can do that. You can double crop. Well, you can double up on your and do a fall crop, something like corn, and then go back with a nightshade. Only if you're in a bad, bad mm -hmm. situation where you can't rotate like you should. Mm -hmm. It's the best you can do sometimes. So we're talking about potatoes. But first, we're going to talk about a little fermenting. So we talked about it a little bit last week. 
So I've been asked to participate in the fermentation February that Anna from the Fermented Homestead is doing. So let me put my glasses on here. So there's 22 creators that's going to do videos in the month of February. And she'll be doing giveaways every Monday night, 7 p.m. Central Time. And then there'll be one big away, big giveaway at the big end. Big away? Big away. Um, let's see. There's going to be fermentation kits, books, gift cards, tools, all kind of cool prizes. And to win, you have to, of course, watch the video, like the video, and um, make a comment. So she'll randomly pick winners from those that make comments. And I talked about last week, I was going to do carrots, but I've changed my mind. Mm. This is some of the stuff that I have fermented this year. And, and this is beginners fermenting as well as experts or novice. I would definitely say I'm still a beginner. You did pretty good on your pickles. Now, you've come a long way on your pickles because, mm -hmm. let's be honest, <laughs> you used to struggle with pickles. I did, especially the dill pickles. Like dill pickles. But the you've crispy. Come up, yeah, they are, these are a lot better. In the last couple of years, you have done really well. Well, now, those I did in the big crock. Mm -hmm. What do you call that big crock? Yep, the big crock. Ceramic crock. Yep. There's a name for them, I think. I did them, they were whole. And then I slice them up and I keep them in this jar as we eat them. Mm -hmm. So. And this right here. That is something new. That's some kohlrabi sauerkraut. You had some of that last night. I did. Here. I put it on my hamburger last night. It's a little different than cabbage is. Right, because I did put some seasonings. And I did a video on that. Mm -hmm. um, now, this is one of my favorites right here. Yeah, that's the fermented peppers. This is a great salad dressing right here. Mm -hmm. You don't put too much of it. Don't put too now much. Now this, let's talk about this. So I took, it was another batch of this fermented peppers. I took it and put it in my freeze dryer instead of, so it would last longer. Mm -hmm. Now we had that in our hamburgers last night. That was good. And that's the kohlrabi. But it's in slices. I've not eaten any of that. No, because I just put the regular lid. I actually let it ferment for about five weeks. Mm -hmm. uh, this is some apple cider vinegar I've started making. And now this takes a little bit longer because you have to let it sit in here for four weeks and then you strain it and then you let it sit three to four months. But anytime I have pieces of apples, don't ever throw them away. Now that was that to... What do you say it? The little round green things? Tamales. Tamales that I fermented back in the summer, but it's still good. And last but not least. <clears throat> it's the Roselle. And I think I've been doing a video with make the different steps of making the Roselle wine. And it is a ferment. You have to ferment it. So I think this is what I'm going to do on the February 14th um, fermenting show. Mm-hmm. So, put that on your calendar. You know, it's all good, but I will say this, ferment's kind of an acquired taste. It is an acquired taste, and some people don't like that sour taste. I well, have really grown accustomed to it. Yeah, really we eat like it on our hamburgers, hot dogs, all kind of stuff. And it's so good for you. Yep. Helps keep your enzymes or your bacteria in your gut 
nice. Probiotics. Probiotics. I'm getting a little ahead of myself there, wasn't I? Yeah. With my good, my good stuff. All right, so we're talking about taters. Uh, a little, what do you call it here? A little uh, potato. What do you call it when you, when you give them you give us some information they didn't know? Not, I don't follow you. Potato I had a brain crap there. Potato. Uh, got the word here. We're gonna tell you something about potatoes you probably didn't know. Okay. It'll come to you. It'll come to me. Did you know where the majority of potatoes are grown? China. China. There's a lot of them grown in Russia, Ukraine. Lot, and we grow a lot here in Idaho. We think when we think about United States potato production, we think about Idaho mm -hmm. and out west because that's the majority of where all the potato chip potatoes grow on and the other potatoes, uh, Minnesota, uh, some and not a lot, some of the Dakotas, uh, Maine. Maine grows a lot of potatoes up in there. So there's northern regions we think about. Did you know they grew some potatoes in Florida? No. You didn't know that? Well, I mean, we have customers. No, no, I'm talking about farms. I'm oh, talking farms? about commercial production. No, yep. That. They do grow some Florida. I can remember back when I was about 18 to 20 years old, I loaded a load of red potatoes in the Markley, Florida. Below in Markley, Florida, we loaded a whole load. How old load. were you? I was 18 to 20 years old. Uh, yeah, it was way back in the day. But we bought a bunch of potatoes down there, and they grew them down there in that sand or that. It looked like sand to me, but just acres and acres of potatoes and then they bagged them up. So there's a decent amount of potatoes growing in Florida. A lot of them grown around, um, I think it's Haines City, maybe Haines City, but in that area there. But uh, in case you didn't know, there is a decent amount. Now, by no means is it the majority of potatoes, but there are some areas of Florida that grow fresh potatoes for the market. But we think about it, we think about it both. However, potatoes are the staple of our diet. Would you say so? Yeah. I would, well, I would love for them to be, but I have to stay away from those carbs. I know, I do too. But if you think about every meal that you eat, most of the time you've got some type yeah. of potato in that meal. Did you know around the 1850, somewhere there, there was the ice, or I can say ice potato famine? Yeah, and it was just full information. Full information today, and it was in trivia. That's what I was trying to think. We'll go trivia, potato trivia. So around eighteen fifty, in that range there, there was potato famine in Ireland, where a lot of people actually perished because they didn't have anything to eat. Potatoes were such a staple of that food source back then. Yeah. Did it now, growing up, we had potatoes with almost every meal. We did too. Yeah. I mean, if you really think about it, I French mean, we fries. Grew them and we ate them. Yep. And nowadays, we cook them a lot differently than yeah. what we used to back in the day. Uh, what what caused the potato famine in Ireland? Blight. Look at you. <laughs> yep, blight because potatoes are in the nightshade family, same as tomatoes, and we know we have problems with blights on potatoes and tomatoes and those kind of things. So, good information there. Mm -hmm. I'm proud you got that. Well, I, got yep. that. I might have been doing some research. Yep. All right, Germany also grows a lot of potatoes. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. So anyway, all right, so let's talk about the different types of potatoes. And you did a nice little, nice little, uh, what would you call this, board right here? Of different potatoes. Well, it's actually on our Hulse University uh, 
potato growing guide. Mm -hmm. Any of these that we show you today, we'll throw up a screen, but you can find all this information and more, really more detail on our Halsh University potato growing guide. First one up is russet, and that's your regular baking potato. Now we don't sell that as a seed potato. Very few people grow the russet potato in the garden. Most of them grow the second one there, which is the red. And a lot of people know those as new potatoes, but that red potato there is the most popular garden type of potato grown in the home garden. The next one's the yellow, mm -hmm. which is one of my favorites. And then we have a little bit, we have the white, and this is probably going pretty much in order of popularity in garden. And then below we have that is purple, the problem with this picture here is that is a sweet potato and not ice potato. I didn't do that. That is a, I, I noticed that yeah. when we come in. But yeah, we need to fix that on our We're website. gonna fix that, that is a purple sweet potato, people. Yeah. But we do have some purple. <laughs> we do have a purple, and I'm gonna show everybody that. And then we got the fingerlings down here, which is more of a novelty type potato. And then we have the petites down here at the bottom, which is those real small potatoes that become uh, real popular in the grocery stores. And all those are good, but they got their different uses there. Mm -hmm. All right. So early season, mid season, yep. late season. Yep, different types. I can't tell a lot. Now I plant these pretty much all at the same time. That's just the way I, I grow my potatoes. And I will notice sometimes maybe a week to two week interval there and the difference in maturity, but they pretty much all mature at the same, same time. We know we live, we got work, and we have activities we have to do. So I don't go out there and dig all my potatoes at the same time. What I will do is pick off my earliest maturing variety and I harvest them maybe one weekend or one day. Then I wait a few days and I get another one. That's kind of the way I do it. And that's what works good. Instead of planting one type, plant those other types. It gives you a little more window when you start harvesting. A little more forgiving. Forgiving. And also we've got determinants and indeterminate types. Mm. We're going to talk about that more in a little bit. This is not near as important on potatoes as these other crops, such as tomatoes. There is some subtle differences there, and we'll talk about that, but it's nothing really to get. We have some customers just really get all uptight about these indeterminate and determinate types of potatoes. Unless you're growing them in containers, it really doesn't matter. Okay. All right. Now let's talk about when to plant potatoes. This is always important right here. Zone 10, you guys need to be planting them in the next few days, and we are shipping taters out today. We are. Um, this week we're shipping Florida, Louisiana, Texas. Texas. And we'll be shipping out for the, pretty much for the next 45 days. We'll be shipping out potatoes. And we're getting the, the you guys down south are getting your potatoes out first. So zone 10, you should be getting your potatoes any day now if you haven't ordered them go ahead and order them and we'll get them out to you in time to plant zone 10 you can see there you need to be planting yours between the 15th and 31st now, i didn't realize zone 10 went over here into california uh a little bit not much that's, that's zone 10 right there see the pink part there Oh, the pink part. Yeah, that's oh, zone 10. So then zone 9. Yeah, I don't think, yeah, there is a little spot there around San Diego that's zone 10, but for the most part, California's kind of mixed up there because California has so many different rural climates. All right, zone 9, which we get up in central Florida, southern Texas, the bottom part of Louisiana. You guys need to be planting yours between February 1st and 15th. So you got a few days 
you know, to get ready for that. Zone 8, which is where 8 we are. You know, the old timers were here always say playing on Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. So our schedule planning is going to be between, say, February the 14th through the 28th. Me personally, always plant mine toward the end of the month. Mm -hmm. And we get Zone 7, you see there, March 1st through the 15th. Zone 6, March 15th through 31st. And Zone 5, you get April, Zone 4, April, May, and Zone 3, May. There you have it right there. If you want to see this more, we have it on our growing guide. Alrighty. And then let's talk about fertilizing a little bit. This is the in ground schedule right here. There again, we got this on our growing guide there. Always test that pH. You want a pH 26.0, 6.5 there. And I love to put down that organic fertilizer as a pre-plant. Now, if you could do it a week ahead of time, that's wonderful. But if you have to do it at planting, you do, do it at planting, you do the best you can. Then after that, we give you instructions on how to use calcium nitrate. We give you, uh, you know, you can go back and put some more complete organic on there, but you want to do a combination of a complete fertilizer, such as our complete organic and a nitrogen source. And I like the calcium nitrate for potatoes. Raised bed. This is your baby right here. All right, so the same thing, put that, you like to mix that or complete organic in your raised beds in your containers. Yeah, yeah, every every time I, spring, fall, I got a plant, I mix it, and some worm castings. And then just take your side dress, use some calcium nitrate at intervals after that, and just kind of sprinkle in there. And then you can also, for your complete fertilization on and after four weeks, you can use the, uh, Dr. Joe's yeah, vegetable bubble and the neutral bubble mm -hmm. or the micro micro boosting one. Mm -hmm. So there again folks, whole scroll guys got all that covered for you there in case you need to see more of it. Ba-boom, ba-boom, ba-boom. All right. You know, I grow mine in ground. We mm -hmm. have two different gardens. I got my garden, you got your garden. You garden different than I do and that's for a good thing because Somebody asked the other day on YouTube, why is there a his in her garden? The, and the reason there's a his in her garden is because we have different ways of doing things and we don't always agree on what needs to be done when. Well, that's not an answer I gave. What answer did you give? You did my raised bed gardens after I had my hip replacement surgery because I couldn't garden in yours. Well, that's correct. And then it kind of evolved from there. Yeah, but there's more to it than that. <laughs> We uh we get along better by having his in her garden. So if I want to do certain things in my garden, I don't have to ask a soul. I just go out there and do it in the same thing yeah. in your garden. If you want to plant something other, you just go do it. There's no conversation about what you're going to do. Well, sometimes I do ask for it. We do ask, but you don't ask, do you think we need to do this? Yeah. If you want to do something, you pretty much yeah. do it. And I'm the same way in my garden. And then you'll come out there. I wouldn't have done that. Uh, but you do it. You yeah. do it your way. And it's two different kinds of gardening. So I garden in ground on a bigger scale than what you do. And you garden more like people would with small backyard yeah. gardens. But then you do have some containers in yours now. I do have a few. Yep. Yeah. So I've kind of moved around a little bit. And, you know, Ben's is just two of us now. We don't grow quite as much as we used to. We used to grow a big, big garden. So talk about if you was going to plant potatoes in a container, what would you do? So we have the 15, the 45, and the 100. I tend to like the 45 and 100 gallon root pouches. Um, I've never grown them in my raised beds. I've only done them in the containers. 
That might be something I think about this year. Um, yeah, but in, in containers, it's really easy. You can do it on your back porch. You don't have to have a big area. If you do it in the 15-gallon root pouch, you would put about four seed potatoes. Yeah, now that's eyes that's cut yeah, up. Yeah, that's the cut up, not the... Although this fall, I did have those real small potatoes, and I just used one. Yeah, you don't have to cut them up. Yeah. So a 45-gallon, you would use about um, 12, and then a 100-gallon, about 20 to 24. Mm -hmm. Somewhere there. But what's important is you, in your container, you, you can't heal them like you can in ground. So you put about 10 inches of soil, plant your potatoes, and once you see that leaf pop up, put more soil on, just cup, completely cover up the plant. Mm -hmm. When it pops up again, and you keep doing that till you have the soil at the top of your container. Now, here's where indeterminate and determinate different types comes into play. If you're gonna plant in containers and do the layered method she just mentioned, you wanna use a indeterminate type. And we're gonna go over all these potatoes right now, and we're gonna show you which are determinants and indeterminants. But that's the only time you really need to be concerned about indeterminate or determinate. So what about, um, I've seen some people plant them in straw. It's called Ruth something. I've seen that done before, never done it myself, but I've seen people do it before too. I've seen them plant them in tires before and they just continue to add tires and oh, really? soil and compost. Yeah, I've mm -hmm. seen it several different ways. I've seen it done in wood, uh, like raised beds where mm -hmm. they just keep stacking them on it. It's the same concept. You're just layering. You just layer on there. Mm -hmm. So if you're planting in ground like I do, I'm gonna give you a little bit of a rate there of how many of you plant. Normally speaking, one plant will plant five feet. Okay. So five pounds will plant around 25 feet. That just gives you an idea of how many potatoes you would need for how much garden you want to plant. All right, now let's get into it. Now these folks right here, before I cut them, this is the way your smaller potatoes will arrive in these five pound bags. Now if you order 10 pounds, you're going to get two of these. Our potatoes are packaged in five pound mesh bags. So let's get right what on kind it. Is this? this one is Yukon Gold. Yukon Gold. So this is the most popular. Now these haven't been washed. They got some dirt on it, so. Yeah, well that's all right. Yep. Most popular and versatile ones. They're great. I would say it's number two on popularity for the home gardener. You think so? Mm-hmm. Medium to large size. Tan skin, buttery yellow flesh. As we've often said, the butter's built right in on these. Mid-season maturity, 100 days. Mm -hmm. Now this is a decent storing potato right here, and, and I always grow Yukon Gold. I go back and forth about which one is my favorite. And I would say that, I guess, I've been printing the shipping labels, and that's the most... Popular? Mm -hmm. You would say so? I would say that between that and red. I, we have more orders of that than the rest. I go back and forth. I love this potato right here. But you know what? Leave my, it right here. My potato breeder tells me that the old variety of Yukon Gold is slowly going by the wayside. Really? And next year, we may end up having a different variety. Now, it's going to be a yellow potato, real similar to that right there. But it may be a better potato than the old Yukon Gold variety. They come out with some new varieties that have more better disease resistance and are more pro prolific than the old Yukon Gold. So I'm interested to see that. Although, 
I love the uh, the yellow taters. All right, folks. This here is Viking. It has a red exterior. Yep. And a creamy white inside. You can't hardly tell it because it's got so much dirt on it. But it's kind of red. It has the, what we call the marble. Red and white kind of goes back and forth there on those. This high is production. High production. Now this is not quite as big a potato as the Yukon Gold in my book. No. Yukon Gold makes a little bit bigger potatoes, and this has a white flesh there. They store really well too. Mm -hmm. Yep. Viking potato is popular. Not the most popular variety we got, but it is a popular one. It's got a long history behind it. What's next? What's next? I'm not getting these in any particular order. This is the Irish cobbler. Irish cobbler. Okay, this was an heirloom variety introduced in the 1870s. From where? Ireland? Mm-hmm. Mm. It's great for mashed potatoes. Yeah, this is a smaller type. See how smaller mm -hmm. that is comp compared to this to the Yukon Gold. See that half a potato is bigger than that one. So it is a smaller type potato. This there. is a brick shape. I don't know where they get that from. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know about that. Deep eyes. Does mm -hmm. the eyes look deeper? I really can't tell there. This is a good baking potato. Not baking potato. A roasting potato. And a good mashed potato. It's probably I would and say soups. Soups, yep. I would prefer this more for roasting potato. And we do got we do a lot of that. Mm -hmm, we do. Put some olive oil on them, and sea salt, and put them in the uh, Irish cobbler. Irish cobbler. I'm gonna leave that one out. I'm gonna give you a potato test at the end. <coughs> See if you can name them. Yep. All right, folks. We got French fingerling here. Now, it says this is one of the best tasting. Yeah, well, it's got a great name to it. And this is those oblong type potatoes right here that we, we recognize as a fingerling type potato. And this is really good for roasting right mm -hmm. here. And this being French. It's got yellow inside. Yep. It says scattered with red flakes. Yeah, I don't uh, see any red flakes. Red no, they may... This is a good one right here. Now, this is not a standard variety I would plant if I was just planting one. This is one of those that I would plant as a combination with one of my standards. My standard potatoes would either be Yukon Gold or Northern Red or Kennebec. And then I like to plant me a few of these right here. Yeah. These yeah. actually store pretty Kinda well crafty, too. Kind of crafty, huh? Yep. If you want to get all fancy on somebody, break out your French, French fingerlings and cook those for I like those balls. Yep. Purple Majesty. Purple Majesty. Has exceptional flavor and texture. Mm -hmm. It's considered the best purple potato variety. High in antioxidants because yes. of the potato. Yes. I mean the purple. So not it's great a, for you. Not a real large round potato, but more of an oblong potato here. Now, if you got kids in your family, you definitely want to grow these. This is a novelty type potato for me. But look how beautiful those insides are. Now, we always like to grow these for the kids to make mm -hmm. mashed potatoes. Purple mashed potatoes. Purple mashed potatoes. There again, it's not, it's not, if you're going to plant one variety, you don't want to plant these, but it's a great addition to put in your garden along with some of the rest of them. Leave that one out. I don't know which one that one is. Yeah, I think I can guess that one. You know how many different types of potatoes we got this year? Nine. Nine. And we got the homestead sample. And we got the homestead which sample. Which has 
three different things? Yep. Australian crescent right here is more of those fingerling type um, potatoes here. Long, slender there. I can, can I plant those in my containers? Heck yeah. Yep. Golden yellow flash. Oh, look at that. Mm -hmm. Now this is an indeterminate. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about which ones are indeterminate and determinate. This um, is an indeterminate. The um, Purple Majesty was a determinant. Yep. The French Fingerling was an indeterminate. Okay, so let's move it over here. The Yukon Gold is a determinant. Mm -hmm. And is this the Irish Cobbler? See, I don't know. Yep. No, that's the Viking. That's the Viking. Is determinant. Mm hmm. And what was this one? Irish Cobbler. It's determinate. Yep. Okay. So now we have Kennebec. Kennebec is one of those larger type potatoes here. I classify this as one of the three main types. So if you want to plant a main type of potatoes, there again, a Yukon Gold, and this is Greg's opinion here, a uh, Yukon Gold, a Red Norlin, or a Kennebec. And this is known, it's a big potato like the other two I just mentioned, but it's known for as a frying potato. French fries. Yep, see how white it is on the inside? It has more of a tan color on the outside there. Mm, that white. Stores good. This is it a good potato. It has a really high starch content, and mm. therefore, if you were canning some of these potatoes, you wouldn't want to can this one. You'd want to can with a lower starch. With a lower starch. Which would be? Um, any well, of the other white ones. Okay. All right, so there we have those. We'll get close to the end. You're moaning and groaning. Moaning and groaning. German butterball. Oh, this is my favorite, I think. This is a medium to large russet style potato mm -hmm. with a buttery yellow flesh. Yep. This has got the butter in it, right? One of those medium sized potatoes right here. We do like to grow these right here. Look how yellow it is inside there. And this has excellent storage too. Mm -hmm. Now this is an indeterminate, correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. Is that what I grew in my um, I think it is. Fruit I think it is too. I think it is. And last but not least is our Red Northern. This is one of those main type potatoes I talked about earlier. A decent sized potato. I, I classify this as one of the large potatoes here. You know, if you've ever eaten new potatoes at a restaurant or you heard people talk about new potatoes, this is one they're normally talking about right here. This is the most, this is, she says for us, the Yukon goes for the most popular. I think in general, for gardening potatoes, this is the most popular one. That's the one I can. Mm -hmm. It's great for boiling, roasting, excellent storage. Yep, and what we like about this variety right here, for us in the South, is this is a good heat tolerant variety of the red potatoes, the red northern. Resistant to scab and blight. Mm -hmm. Now this is the de determinant. Mm -hmm. All right, so here we have that's all the potato varieties, folks. And here we have the determinants, which are the bigger potatoes, and there we have these indeterminants that you would want to use in a container if you're growing a container. Here we go. German Butterball, French Fingerling, and Australian Crescent. Ooh, Those are yeah. three varieties right there. Mm -hmm. Ba-boom. I made a mess right So here. we still have all these on our website? We still have them all. We just we'll get, we'll, we got an order in. 
last Friday, so we've been shipping pretty much this week. We will get, be getting another order. We just updated the website with more quantities because we increased our order for February. And we'll be getting another shipment in around the 10th of February. So hopefully we'll be shipping all the way through maybe to the end of February. Mm -hmm. Unless they run out again. We sold a lot of potatoes this time. We had to increase our order. We're not going to be able to get any more. I, he did tell me that. He, this is pretty much going to be all we can get. So what we have in our inventory on our website is going to be it. Once those are gone, they're gone. And we're already out of... Uh, we're not out, I don't think. We're real close on the two of them. Okay. So check out our Halls University link on our website for all the details about growing potatoes and in the comments let us know what's your favorite type and what you're growing and when you're going to plant them. Yeah that's interesting if you got a, a container variety you really like let us know because we got a lot of people interested in growing potatoes in containers. All right it's time for that garden of the week. Garden of the week. Yep you got the pictures? And on your oh This is from one of our friends, Tom Matthews. Yeah, Tom sent us a few pictures. Somebody stapled them all together. Let me uh, get them. Oh, they clip together. All right, so I'm going to show you a couple of pictures of Tom's garden. I thought was really interesting. He is in right. Alabama, Zone 7. Mm -hmm. Can you say that? East. Yeah, he's in East to, <laughs> east to Bob. Tom, tell us the way you speak. <laughs> pronounce your name. I mean your city you live in. Look how he's mulched his garden. Ain't that kind of neat? Mm -hmm. I think that's some sweet peas there. Yeah, really pretty there. And look here. I'm going to save this picture to last. Look at his carrots. Tom took some pointers from me and uh, learned how to grow carrots. <laughs> I think I might have got some pointers from Tom. Tom does a great job growing carrots. Look at them right there. Wow. And what a beautiful picture here. Tom grew some lettuce and has gathered them in his house garden bucket there. And some winter garden pictures here. It looks like some broccoli and cabbage there. A little snow on the ground. And last but not least, Tom sent this amazing picture right here in. Covering those potatoes up with a double wheel hoe. So folks, if you're new to growing potatoes, we have lots of videos on our Hoss YouTube channel talking about how to grow potatoes, how to use the wheel hoe to do that. So go check that out. We don't, you got one on there about growing the potatoes? Yeah, I will link it in the description about um, how I planted them yep. in the containers. So if you want your garden to be featured on our Row by Row show. Just as we feature Tom's. Thank you, Tom, for sending that in. Um, under the Hoss University link, there's an area where you can submit your garden photos and we'll try to show them on the show. Yep. We got to do drawing for the... Uh, for the old goat? The old goat. Yeah. We got to do the old goat drawing. Folks, we have an old goat figurine somewhere here on the set and we move it and it hides every week. Or, or we don't do it, but it moves itself yeah, and hides it every is, week. Yeah. And if you find the old goat on the show set somewhere, put your comments below and then we'll have a draw in the following week for the winner of the old goat where we send you a great prize out. So this is from last week. I'm not sure what I'm going to send. All right. Scotty White. Boy, we finally got a nice name I can pronounce here. Scotty White. Send us your shipping information to cussservehallstools.com, uh, Scotty, and we will get you a coveted Hoss merchandise Corny jokes. Somebody told me they miss the corny jokes. Yeah, okay. A lot of people don't miss them. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. All right, you ready? Yeah. What do you call a lazy spoon?
spud. Potato chip. Um, a lazy spud. <laughs> you don't read this? No. A couch potato. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, I that's know. good. That's pretty good. I would have thought you would have got that one. I know, a couch potato. I would have thought too. Where'd I get potato chip from? I don't know. Because you love potato chips. I love potato chips. That's your biggest weakness yeah. is potato chips. It is. All right, folks, thank you for joining us. We was talking all things potatoes, and I hope if you've never grown potatoes before, I hope you give them a shot. Whether it's in ground or containers, they're fun to grow. They're fun to eat. So thank you for joining us. Now it's time for you to get off our couch and get outside and get dirty. <laughs>